What was the word for there in Greek? Eki. Eki. And that one, masculine, for example? Ekinos. Ekinos. That road? Ekino odromos. Odromo. <laughs> Ekinos odromos. Yeah, when we think of nouns in their standard form, no, yeah, we can think of them as he, no? So, ekinos o dromos. We have to take that road. Prepi na parume ekinon ton dromo. Good. Prepi na parume ekinon ton dromo. So, as you rightly did, we have ekinon behaving like the, like ton, no, with the n. How would you say that new road? So for new, we could have neos, or maybe more common, you, you would hear kenurios. That new road, that the new road. Equinos o kenurios dromos. Equinos o neos dromos, equinos o kenurios dromos. How would you say, we have to take that new road? We have to take that new road. Prepi naparume ekinon ton kenurion dromo. Why did kenurion behave like the words for the? It was a bit automatic, maybe, no? Yeah. Okay, so the adjectives and the nouns, they will behave in the same way. They will just drop their S when they're in him form. So I'll give that another try. We have to take that new road. Prepi naparume ekinon ton kenurio dromo. Very good. Prepi naparume ekinon ton kenurio dromo. How would you say we have to take those new roads? We have to take those new roads. Prepi naparume ekinus tus kenuri dromi. So the os nouns also change actually, no? When they are behaving like them. What, what change do we see in os nouns? Um, they become Us. So actually, for different reasons here, we're going to have everything sounding the same, no? Equinus is behaving like tus. But os nouns and adjectives also end us when they're behaving like them. So here everything is going to sound very similar. So let's do that again. We have to take those new roads. Those the new roads. Prepi naparume equinus tus kenurius. Good. Prepi naparume equinus tus kenurius or neus dromus. So, odromos is the road, and the street was? Iodos. Iodos, with the accent on the end, Iodos. How would you say this is Yorgos' street? This is the street of Yorgos. Afti ine iodo tu tu yorgu. Good. But why iodo? If you were deciding it's acting like her, then at least you should be coherent, no? And put in odo. But it's not. Here it's behaving like she. This is she rather than this is her. Although that can be difficult to decide, no? So with the verb for to be, we don't have nouns acting like her or him, no? It's always in the standard form. So again, this, this one, and I like that you use the feminine, afti, no? This is Yorgos' street. Afti. Ine iodos tu yorgu. Good. Aftine iodos tu yorgu. No? So with os nouns, no, we have the matching tu and tus. Actually, we saw, for example, equinos tus neus dromus. 
and then to your who. So with os nouns, now when they go with to and tus, they match at to or tus. This is my friend's street. This is the street of my friend. Afti ine iodos tu filumu. Very good. Afti ine iodos tu filumu. This is the street of my friend. This is the street of that man we saw in the center. <laughs> this is the street of that man we saw in the center. So, this is the street. Afti ine iodos. Afti ine iodos. Of that man. So, of that man. Of, the meaning of of, we're including in that man. Tu andra. Good, but we want that man. Tu ekinu andra. Good, but what order does that always go in? So, to, to solve your own doubt, you go back to the most basic place. So, how do you say this man or that man? Aftos o andras. Aftos o andras, ekinos o andras. And that gives you the order, no? That the man. Okay, so, ekinu tu andra. Very good. Ekinu tu andra. So, andra, because I said os nouns will change to match that u, otherwise they just lose the s. So, afti ina iodos, this is the street. Ekinu tu andra, of that man. No? So, we, we could have tu for his street. Iodos tu, no? The street to him. Or ekinu tu andra, to say, you know, of that man, the street to that man. Afti ine iodos, ekinu tu andra. That we saw in the center. Which, that which we saw in the center. Pu idame sto kentro. Good. Afti ine iodos, ekinu tu andra, pu idame sto kentro. To fix, or to put something together, like to fix something to eat or to fix a drink, is ftiachno, ftiachno. So this is FT, which is a, a combination we don't have in English when you start a word. No, we have it in the middle, like often, but to start a word, you wouldn't find this in English. So this is an interesting sound to make in Greek, like FTANO, I arrive, FTIACHNO. And then we have the H also, but at the end of the syllable, FTIACHNO, I fix, FTIACHNO. FTIACHNO. And the closed version is FTIACHSO, FTIACHSO. FTIACHSO. How was a coffee? Enas cafes. Enas cafes. So enas doesn't change like any old adjective or noun, dropping the s when it's like him rather than he. It behaves like the word for the. It becomes enan when it's like him. So if you want to say, can you fix me a coffee, how would that be? So for fix, in this sense, we have ftiachno and the closed version ftiachso. So can you fix me a coffee? Boris namu ftiaxis enan cafe. Very good. Boris namu, because it's for me, to me, no, rather than fixing me directly. Boris namu ftiaxis enan cafe. Very good. Can you make a coffee for my friend? A male friend. Can you make a coffee for my friend? Boris na ftiaxis enan cafe. Ya ton. Very good. Boris naftiaxis enan cafe atom filomu. Very good. So we've seen how to me, mu, to you, su, to him, to, to her, tis can be used 
for possession, no? Like when we say tospitimu, tospititis, and we've expanded that concept a little, like with tospititu yorgu, the house of yorgos, tospititu filumu, the house of my friend, my friend's house. And you will also notice this u with some surnames in Greek, especially in Cyprus. This is because when traditionally people chose a surname, they would be of their father, son of or daughter of whoever. And you can even find people that have the same name twice, no, but like different versions of it. So, for example, uh, you could have Chrysostomos, Chrysostomu. No, this would be Chrysostomos of Chrysostomos. No, and in the second one, you see Chrysostomu ending U for the surname meaning of. So you will find a lot of surnames ending U, and this can remind you of its function as of something or someone. What was the word for more? Pio. Pio. And which or who? Also pio. Pio, pios, pia, no? Or in the plural, pi, pi for the masculine plural, pies for the feminine plural, pia for the neuter. So pio is who or which. And if you think about it, who just means which. It just means which person, no? So we use pio, pia, pios for, for, for both of these meanings in Greek. How would you say who is this coffee for? For who is this coffee? But there are only females present. So we will say, you know, for which, for who, in the feminine. For who is this coffee? Ja pia in aftos o cafés. Good. Ja pia in aftos o cafés. Also aftos o cafés in the he form. He is for. But like I mentioned, with to be, in a, ime, ise, etc. We will always just have our standard forms of nouns. How would you say, for who are these coffees? And we are still just with women. For who are these coffees? Ja pia in afti i cafedes. This is possible, but it would only mean if all of the coffees were just for one person. In Greek, as we have the option to put who in the plural, we will when it makes sense. So if all of these coffees aren't just for one of these ladies, no, we we will say for who in the plural. So let's do that again. Who are these coffees for? For who are these coffees? And we mean females. Yapies in afti i cafedes. Very good. Yapies in afti i cafedes. And if we asked for who is it? And we mean a man, or also if we are not aware of the gender, now for who we can just use the masculine, like a neuter. So for who is it? And we mean a man, or not specifying the gender. Ja pion inne. Ja pion inne. You decided that pios acts like ton rather than any other adjective or noun, and you were correct. Of course, pios who is much closer to ton, the word for the or him, than any old adjective or noun. So rather than just losing the S, we get an N. Ja pion inne. And for who is it in the plural, for masculine or mixed? For who is it? Ja pius inne. Ja pius inne. Very good. If you want to say whose is it, like who does it belong to, you can say pianu. 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 So whose is it? Pianu inne. Pianu inne. This meaning something like of who. Is it? No. We can see the U there, but we also have like an N popping up. You could also say Piu inne. That would also make sense as of who is it as well. But Pianu is much more common.
And this idea of possession that we're seeing is not necessarily about owning things. It's more broadly to do with the meaning of of. So, you know, when we say my friend's house, we are saying the house of my friend, and then we mean somebody owns something. But in the same way, we can also say the problems of the world. No? So this kind of possessive structure that we are learning is not just about literal possession. We can use it much more broadly. So what was the problem? The problem? To problema. To problema. And the problems? Ta problemata. Ta problemata. So with those neuter words ending A, we can't make them plural with A, so we add ta on the end, just like the word for the. Ta problemata. The word for world, world, like in cosmopolitan, is cosmos. This is spelled with an S in Greek, but we hear a Z before that M. Cosmos, the world, or cosmos. So how would you say the problems of the world? Ta problemata tu cosmo. Very good. Ta problemata tu cosmo. So you can really use the structure a lot in Greek. And also, you need to be aware of that it's going in a different order to how you think about it in English. So to really access this structure, you will need to have this awareness of the fact that you will think of it in a different way. You will say maybe the world's problems, no? And be thinking, how I can't say that. How, how can I say that in Greek? Until you realize, oh, okay, it's just the problems of the world. Ta problemata tu cosmo. Very good.